0: Birds of a feather waddle together, and that's never been truer than it is for the Adelie penguin. As the dapper flippers make their way across the Antarctic ice each year, it's important for each one to stake their claim on what little land is available. But how can birds solve these gerrymandering disputes? With money, of course. But having a crude currency is just one of the Adelie's survival techniques here in life, death, and taxonomy.
1: Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's your 30 minutes of interesting animal info. I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. Thank you to Cassie for the creation of our theme song. To hear more of Cassie's music, search Cassie Michelle on YouTube. And today we're talking about a formal feathered friend. But more on that
0: later. A finely formal feathered friend. (laughs) For sure. Uh, Before we start, I want to just direct everyone's attention to... Uh, the Disney nature documentary that they have on Disney Plus if you have Disney Plus um, that's what gave me the idea to do this this little animal um, and it's a great documentary and it's hilarious so just 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 watch it it's great but what are we talking about which what is this little animal? who's this finally a uh, feathered formal friend there we go <laughs>
1: we're talking about Danny DeVito himself.
0: He is not that formal except in Dumbo <laughs> when he wears, when he wears his uh, cir- circus ringmaster outfit.
1: I'm talking about 90s Danny DeVito when he played the penguin, right? That was him, right?
0: I thought when I think 90s Danny DeVito, I think of Phil from Hercules.
1: That too. He plays the same guy. But we're talking about a specific one. I think it's Adelie
0: the Ad- deli A deli? Yes
1: See I watched a bunch of these like videos That have no talking and just text on screen That are really popular on Facebook But I hate Because it's like <laughs> if I'm going to read an article just let me read an article
0: <laughs> Well if you watch the Disney nature documentary penguins Then they, it's the it's the Adeli. There's an accent over the e The first e
1: Okay that, that works for me.
0: But we're, this is what we're going to call it here. So there's no nicknames out uh, that I could find from other sources. So uh, these are all mine. The first is Lovelace. That's from Happy Feet. It's a, he's an a deli penguin in the movie Happy <laughs> Feet. Uh, Creepy. Voiced by the late, great Robin Williams. We're also going to call it here co- the Cobblestone Cobblepot. That's another <laughs> reference to batman villain there uh rolling in the cheap because it's a bird cheap oh okay uh and the tuxedoed Toddle Puff.
1: <laughs> puff. Mm-hmm. is that a word we'll understand later nope or should i know it now no
0: you'll just we should you should just it's a it's a puff that toddles
1: gotcha yeah <laughs> it's a it's a word of your own design
0: yes yes um so yeah those are the that's what we're gonna get now. love Lovelace.
1: Would you like to know what it is in the animal kingdom? A penguin. That's correct. And it's in the kingdom you know, love, and are in the kingdom animalia. It's in the phylum Chordata. It's in the class. It's a bird. What do you think it is? That's right. It's aves yes. And the order Here we- is not something we've been bef- been to before. Here we go. It's not something we've been to wrong before. Uh-huh. It, it's not a been wrong. It's a Sphenic... Sphenisiformes, S- sphenesiformes yeah
0: it sounds like uh...
1: sphenesiformes sphenesiformes
0: yes sphenesiformes
1: sure it's got the sci like science yeah there were some hissing s's in that i need my pop filter okay so family you know it you don't know it you're not <laughs> in it you might love it the sphenesigaday S- or sphenesaday
0: sphenesaday it sounds like a,
1: I like that. I like the s, the hard c, but I don't think that's what it's. Is.
0: yeah,
1: but that's not it. It's got to be like science.
0: Yeah, it's got to be Sveniside. It sounds like a a Viking pill. <laughs> Just take a Sveniside.
1: Oh, Svenisida? No, no, no,
0: no, no. A E. We always say A for that. <laughs> uh,
1: it's in the genus. Pygocellus?
0: That's what I would say. We're 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 really we're really married to this uh, SC situation. Yeah, I hope we're right. Pygoscelis. Interesting. Yeah, I guess like Pygmalion, like so it's pig P Y G.
1: Hmm. Yeah, like pigment, a pigment of my imagination. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> it's it's mauve. Oh, I was gonna say like <laughs> it's very close. And the
1: species is Adele. Or
0: Adelie? Yeah, Adelie. Adelie. Wow. <laughs> Are we just gonna hear Siri say it? <laughs>
1: I, I'm sitting at my computer and I have a speak to speak to text Speaking function well. on Chrome, and it's helpful in this regard. But that's the binomial name, Picocephalus Adelidae or Adelie. Dang it. Vowels. Anyway. That's where that is. Are you ready for a description? Or no, I have some.
0: I have one more thing that we need to do. One more, just little, little addition, um, and that would happen to be my favorite part of the show. Critter groups. The part of the show where I ask you a question, Joe, and that question is the same every time. What is the name of a group of this animal, or what is the name of the collective noun, or what is the term of venery? It's all the same. If you saw a bunch of these dudes hanging out, what would you call it? And there's, it's, peng, penguin is a wealth of good ones, so I picked one, and it's, it's one of these options. So if you saw a bunch of penguins, would you call it A, a waddle of penguins, B, a crowd of penguins, C, a slide of penguins, or D? A swath of penguins.
1: They look very crowd-like. I know they can also be called a colony. You know, because they have an emperor. Uh, <laughs> the,
0: no, it's just an entire species. is just all emperors. It's this all, all too too many leaders in that one.
1: Um, too many cooks. They look like a what did you a crowd. A slide is something they do. What was the first one? Something else. they waddle, do waddle
0: right. And
1: then the third one. A swath. I'm going to go with a crowd
0: final answer. Incorrect. The answer is a was waddle. Wow. It is a waddle of penguins. I knew that would get you because it makes sense.
1: I feel like that's not real. They all kind of They're called a colony. All, Nobody calls it a there's waddle. There's like
0: five of them. Colony is definitely one of them, but I definitely wanted to go with waddle.
1: Yeah, sometimes like these when there's like five of them and it's just like silly things that kind of pertain to the thing. It's like, nah, you're just making stuff up. Well, <laughs> And by you, I mean the people that do this.
0: I imagine a waddle is like maybe a smaller group. That's, I imagine a British person calling a small group of penguins a waddle of penguins. But like when they're amassed in the hundreds of thousands, it, I don't think waddle is a very appropriate term there. Col- colony works.
1: A colony. A crowd, too, would work. Because if you look at a, a bunch of penguins, it looks like a big crowd of people at like a train station huddled together not social distancing
0: it looks like coachella yeah that's
1: exactly what's happening i in in our in and in antarctica An,
0: yes i'm not gonna try to even it's hard to do <laughs> all right okay what does it look like would you
1: like to have it described
0: yes i do what does a penguin look like what does this penguin look like
1: uh a Adelaide Adelaide Ad- Adeli
0: Adeli Adele. like the singer like <laughs> when Brian Brian's
1: like where you where you get your like lunch meats y- Adele.
0: <laughs> yes where the singer gets her lunch meats yes uh, da, Brian called the uh, the the his artwork for it set fire to the snow <laughs> which you can see his artwork if you visit us at LD com or follow us on Facebook or Twitter
1: Okie dokie. So, Adelie penguins sport the classic penguin look in their smart little black and white tuxedos. They have white bellies, black backs, displaying the counter shading that's totally in this season. Mm -hmm. Their black plumed heads and a short beak and their eyes appear as a white ring around a large black pupil. Their sleek appearance makes them look featherless, but they do actually have feathers. Their feathers are short and dense to insulate heat and create something like a wetsuit in the water. But I said little, mm. and are, are they penguins can range because an emperor penguin's like pretty tall, like five feet, maybe taller. What? Look it up.
0: I am looking this up. Three, three point eight feet.
1: No way. They're taller than that. They're like
0: 50 pounds.
1: I'm seeing 3.6, between 3.6 and 4.3.
0: That still is really tall. I did not anticipate. It's like a child. Them. Yeah. that's it's, yeah. it's like up to my chest. That's scary.
1: But that uh, when we're talking about size, that brings us to the beloved Measure Up segment, the official listener's favorite part of the show, the part of the show when we present the animal size and dimensions in relatable terms through a quiz that's fun for the whole family. It's also part of the show that's introduced by you when you send an audio yourself saying saying you're chittering the words measure up into ldtaxonomy at gmail.com we don't have a new measure up intro this week Oh. No. that means we get to hear from an animal and carlos has to guess what it is are you ready bring it on without further ado the listener's favorite part of the show Can you hear that? Yeah. So, I'll just let that go on, and it's there's fun sounds happening. Is that a a chin strap penguin, B an emperor penguin, C an Adelie penguin, or D a bumper boat that needs an oil change?
0: Darn it! I was hoping that only one of the options would be penguin. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I know, no, it, I know this that's one.
1: that's clearly a penguin <laughs> or a bumper boat sound.
0: Chinstrap emperor or a deli? I'm going to go with a deli because I have no idea what a chinstrap penguin sounds like. And I think that the emperor penguin has more of like a single caw, but it sounds really similar. So a deli penguin. A
1: deli penguin, final answer. Yep. That is incorrect. Oh, it's an Emperor, an emperor Penguin.
0: penguin. <laughs> Darn. They do sound really was, similar though.
1: That was about as much a crapshoot as Critter Group segment.
0: Well, I've I, I've watched that penguin that Adeli Penguin um documentary on Disney Plus a couple times, and so I should I should know this. But they Well, I just think they
1: have similar styles.
0: Well, there there is even a moment when like an adult Adeli Penguin wanders through an emperor penguin colony um and so you you hear both of their their cries and he goes up to one of the one of the emperor penguin chicks and it's bigger than he is and, and then it pecks him in the face go watch it it's great. I,
1: I saw a i saw a video of a bunch of adult adeli penguins bullying emperor penguin chicks even though they're way bigger
0: Really? In the the Disney thing, it's um, the other way around. The emperor penguin chick bullies the adult (laughs) adult.
1: Kids these days have no respect for their elders. No, they don't. Especially when they're different
0: species.
1: (laughs) That's that's racist. Let's talk about height. Uh, They're between 46 to 71 centimeters or 18 to 28 inches. How many... Penguins go into the height of the tallest building in Antarctica. Antarctica. Man, Antarctica. Name it something else. Bottom Arctica. How about that?
0: Anar- just, South Arctica? Just, just forego the sea. Most people forego the sea in there, and they just say Antarctica.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: But you'll say the Arctic. The Arctic. <laughs> um.
1: Here's a hint. The tallest building on the continent is actually two side-by-side identical buildings called Long Duration Balloon Payload Preparation Buildings at McMurdo Station City. Very
0: catchy. Clearly buildings that some giant corporation hasn't bought yet, like the Sears Tower. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like
1: a- <laughs> Yeah, not, not, not a lot of people lining up to go to the least visited, tallest
0: building on a continent. The Verizon Spires. Well, I can't imagine that they're that tall. <laughs> I'll say five stories seems like it would be really tall for an, an Antarctic building, given that all the buildings there are research stations. All the permanent structures there are usually like probably one to two story research stations. So we're going to go with five stories, which means 50 feet. And these guys are two feet, about four inches, 28 inches. So we will go. So it's a little bit less than two and a half. Um, I'll go with, I'll say 20.
1: 20 penguins, final answer? Yeah. The correct answer was a little bit off what your mark was. It was was about 21 penguins.
0: Whoa, that was close.
1: (laughs) The buildings are 49
0: feet high. Oh my goodness, got it. Wow. they I must. Mean, yeah, cool. I'm a... Uh,
1: they're, they're mobile buildings. You can move them because sometimes if you keep it in one spot, it'll get covered in snow.
0: When you say sometimes, do you mean all the time? Yes. Because it's Antarctica? Snow's kind That's of its right. thing.
1: It is, snow is its thing and being south. Let's talk about weight. They're between 3.6 to 6.0 kilograms or 7.9 to 13.2 pounds. We're going with the upper end of average again. How many Ad- Adelie penguins go into an Arctic fur seal? Okay, let me restart that sentence because <laughs> I was struggling with two of the words that aren't that hard to say. How many Adelie penguins would an Antarctic fur seal have to eat to eat its weight in penguin?
0: So we're just trying to figure out how many penguins, how many daily penguins, go into the weight of an Antarctic fur seal? That's correct. Okay, well, I'm I'm guessing that's an average, or something.
1: Yes. Here's a hint: the Antarc- Antarctic fur seal can live all over the Southern Seas, but most of them are distributed in sub-Antarctic islands. How can
0: you be sub-Antarctic? Is that in space?
1: yeah because everything's in relative on a sphere isn't it
0: oh yeah usually s- sub, sub meaning would be not south quite.
1: sub meaning not quite so subpar means not quite up to par south of par yeah.
0: <laughs> i don't know i'm th- i whenever i think of a seal and penguins i think of a leopard seal which is pretty big so i'll just go with that because I've, i don't know what the I don't, I don't know what the fur seal weighs and I don't know what the leopard seal weighs either. So let's go with uh, 300 pounds. No, that's too much. Let's go with 150 pounds. It's like a big dog. Which is That's what seals are anyway, right? They're just water dogs. <laughs>
1: um, okay.
0: So um, about 12.
1: 12 mm-hmm. penguins. Mm-hmm. Correct answer is, 14.6 penguins oh, still really close <laughs> the first seal is 190 pounds
0: that, I mean it was, it was definitely more off than the first one but goodness I could have I was expecting it to be like a 400 pound seal it's like oh it's just south of the elephant seal see you can say south is sub it's sub of the elephant seal
1: <laughs> that's true okay not bad
0: pretty close like the, all things one considered one of the best ones
1: Would you like to hear some fast facts before we get into the major fact? Yes. Remember when we used to call this general info?
0: It is all. I guess this is all general info. It's all general info, info, and it just ends with the fast facts.
1: That's correct. Okay. So, Emperor Penguins live, or all penguins, not true, several penguins, including emperors and Adelie penguins, uh, live in Antarctica. I'm took I I'm doing the C, but leaving the T, uh, the first T off. They live in Antarctica, and no penguins live at the North Pole. Did you know that?
0: I did know that, that polar bears are at the North Pole, penguins are in the South.
1: Emperor penguins are said to have the highest feather density of any bird. This time I am talking about emperors. But several studies have shown that to be incorrect. Still, penguins in general have high de- highly dense plumules, which are downy feathers, Robert Downey feathers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, are some, there is some debate as to the secret of a penguin's cold weather feather success. Some say it comes from feather. after feathers that are attached to contour feathers, but a 2015 study said it was large, largely due to these dense downy feathers, and they also have a thick layer of fat underneath the skin for more insulation. So they're built for tough for the ice and snow. <laughs> These little guys are fairly quick on their feet despite their awkward waddle, but they do engage in the signature belly slide when they get a chance.
0: And it's all of it's hilarious.
1: All of it's hilarious, all
0: of it's cute. The waddle almost always involves tripping.
1: It does. In fact, they may travel more than 30 miles to reach open water. It's quite a that trek for a like somebody wearing parachute pants. <laughs> Drop crotch parachute pants. The it, like it's uh, the
0: uh the like Dick Van Dyke. Oh, I was just about to say that. Dick Van Dyke <laughs> during the uh It's a Jolly Holiday song in
1: Yes from
0: Mary Poppins. Mary Mar Merriam Poppins. Ma- Mar- Poppins. <laughs> Miriam Poppins. That's her full name.
1: Marriott Marriott Poppin' Squat. Uh Ew. like most penguins, they're adept swimmers, they cruise at Michael Phelps swim speeds but they can reach as much as 9 miles per hour when hunting or escaping predators.
0: I think you're going to say 9 Michael Phelps.
1: Do you know what no, not quite, not 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 even double Michael Phelps. Do you know what Michael Phelps top speed was? Mm. Is maybe I don't know if you can still do it.
0: I'll say 10 miles an hour.
1: Incorrect. Wow. That would be like a like a like a sprint for a person on land. No, a
0: sprint for a person, well, I guess a regular person. I was taking Usain Bolt's top speed and just dividing it Which by 3. Which is like 20. It's like 30. It, I think he I think he's runs like 30 miles an hour. Uh
1: no, it's 6 miles per hour. Oh, okay. So like a, jo- a person could jog alongside him and struggle to keep up.
0: He's an Olympian. He, anything's possible.
1: But they can reach speeds of as much as an average person in a sprint.
0: 10. Yeah. Okay.
1: Or not ni- nine. Adelies share parenting duties, and they take turns sitting on an egg, while not just any egg, their egg. Uh, while others, the other other parent hunts. They like to eat a wide variety of seafood, including several types of krill, Antarctic silverfish, and glacial squid. If that doesn't sound like a Pokemon, <laughs> F- fossil records show that around two hundred years ago delis ate mostly fish but they've altered course culinarily and now they ate mostly krill they believe this may be because of the decline of their competition like baleen whales and Antarctic fur seals which used to eat all the krill drink all their milkshake so they would have to eat fish but now there's a huge abundance of krill and it's easier for them to catch
0: I have I've I read an uh, an opposing theory to that um which is the fact that krill has a relatively low salts concentration compared to the rest of their food, and they, penguins don't really have access to uh, fresh water, um, so most of their water and food is has high salt concentrations, and there's a higher likelihood of survival in chicks if they get less sodium intake, so a deli penguins have adapted to eat and regurgitate krill into their chicks' mouths rather than just other uh, saltier foods.
1: So when we were doing like the light, the light bulb situation, they were like, "Let's maybe eat
0: krill. What is the light bulb situation?"
1: <laughs> when did we invent the light bulb and by we I mean people that are smarter than me. You
0: mean like in the late 19th century?
1: Is that when that was? Man, it's been a while.
0: <laughs> it has been a while. <laughs> what are you talking about?
1: I <laughs> mean, you know, I was trying to place like in time 200 years ago what was like our our thing that we are inventing.
0: Okay, what? where did 200 years come from?
1: The, that's when the the Adelie penguins switched from fish to krill.
0: Oh, okay, okay. <laughs>
1: So maybe like the tote but no, that, yeah, 200 years ago. Jeez. What, what even happened back then? (laughs) In
0: 1820, I think we were at war with the British.
1: or We we were just wrapping up
0: war with the British because the British were at war with Napoleon. That's what was happening.
1: That's right. 1812. How long did that last? Does it matter? No. So it took us a little bit longer to figure out the light bulb than it took for them to figure out that krill is good.
0: Yeah, it's everyone you know. Di- different strokes. I mean, <laughs> don't compare
1: yourself to others. You are running a- the race against yourself. You want to hit that PR. It's not about what other people are doing, PB or their penguins. You don't want to
0: hit your. You don't want to hit your uh, public
1: broadcasting. What's PR? Personal record.
0: Oh, I was thinking personal best PB. Anyway, <laughs> public relations. Public relations.
1: There we go. <laughs> This is like a stream of consciousness podcast. This is going
0: off the rails.
1: Okay. Last fact, speaking of seals, because we were. Adelis are preyed upon by fur seals along with orcas and giant petrels, big birds. And other seabirds like kelp galls eat their young. So eggs and chicks.
0: Hmm. I have seen that in disney's documentary but they are very good at not showing animal death
1: yeah. <laughs> they fade away and the, the the narrator gets sad about it
0: yeah it's like well because they give personalities and names and backstories to the animals that they follow so uh it's traumatic if an animal died. But they,
1: i remember in the bears doc no nope, that's a spoiler i'm not gonna spoil the bears
0: disney's bears yeah i'm not a monster <laughs> you're a bear not an animal
1: <laughs> that's all i got for that
0: all right ready for the major fact i am i would just want to pause and say that i've ever since you mentioned danny devito i've had him as penguin up on my other screen looking at me into my very soul and he definitely looks like bilbo after having after uh seeing the ring on frodo's frodo's chest <laughs> with like the dark yeah, eyes yeah he looks like he's just about to snatch that ring right off frodo's chest so that's uh that that'll be in my brain for a while
1: or like an uncle fester
0: yeah um even more sinister uncle fester the christopher what i can't I, yeah, can't remember his name who's Doc? who, who, who are you who, talking christopher about? christopher lloyd there we go the christopher lloyd fester
1: i forgot that he was uncle fester yeah
0: we just watched that a few weeks ago again the 90s uh adams family and it's uh, it's delightful. Anyway, is it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, penguins. Uh, three, two, one, penguins. Okay, so I'm gonna calling this major fact: chilling two birds with one stone.
1: <laughs> Good.
0: Humans are not unique in their obsession with precious stones. Rocks are coveted as tools by chimpanzees, which. You can also see on Disney's documentaries. Um, But for chimps, the value of rocks is intrinsic, meaning that they are valuable because they are useful in and of themselves. They're valued as tools. For humans, precious stones are valuable because we assign value to them. Uh, Gold or diamonds or uh, what have you is, uh, is mostly only valuable because we just like them. They're rare and they're pretty and that's why they're valuable. Um, less than you know, if they were like a great conductor of electricity or like steel or something like that, um, those are val- those are intrinsically valuable. Um, this so the same is true to a degree for Adelie penguins when it comes to how they value the stones or rocks, but it's both for these little Toddle puffs, both intrinsic and extrinsic value. So let's just set up exactly like what an Adelie's life looks like and why rocks would be important so Adelie penguins set up their nests on rocky portions of the Antarctic coastline and that coastline changes throughout the year because during the winter the landmass of Antarctica actually doubles in size and I say landmass with quotes because the the water around the continent freezes so you have the solid ground that you would see uh, the shape of which you would see on a map of Antarctica, but during the winter, it actually expands outward, and all of that is uh, ice that's attached to the land, so it's not floating. And as soon as spring comes and the ice starts receding, so back toward the the the, the, the central land in there, uh, the males, the male Adelie penguins, will return from the ocean and walk across the ice to the actual solid ground coastline like you said upwards of 30 miles sometimes and which is an insane thing to do for the most clumsy animal that's just <laughs> waddling around and tripping on ice it's 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 crazy that they don't spend the whole time sliding on their bellies because you just see like these this huge like massive penguins waddling and some of them are sliding and going like four times faster but the other ones are just are trying to waddle at full tilt and just tripping and face-planting on the ice. It is <laughs> adorable and sad a little bit. Um, but So anyway, this is the journey of the males every spring. Uh, once they get to the actual solid ground part, the part that's not going to melt away in the summer, uh, they'll pick a part of exposed ground that isn't covered in snow, and they'll start building their nests. But obviously finding a spot in antarctica that isn't covered in snow is easier said than done um especially when there are like a few hundred thousand of you on one like hillside so once a <laughs> what it's like
1: it's it's just like it's very metropolitan it, like i feel like they could relate to a parking situation in like new york
0: yeah uh, and there's there's fees for everything, so it is like New one, York.
1: One time, I was trying to find a like a a parking spot near the Grand Ole Opry in downtown Nashville, and I feel like I know what it's like to
0: be a penguin. That is, those are very two two very similar experiences. Walking thirty miles in parachute pants across the ice in the middle of Antarctica to get to your rocky. Uh, outcropping where you're going to spend the coldest months um, and also trying to find a parking spot in downtown Nashville. Very similar experiences. So I can see where some country music happens. Yes. <laughs> uh, so for the Adeli, once the male finds a good spot, he starts looking for rocks to build his nest. Um, and <laughs> Not a very comfortable nest but the point is, is that it's raised above the ground because if it snows again, um, and like snow and ice that form on the ground or collect on the ground, the the nest can be raised above all of that. The point is they don't want the eggs to rest on the ice because that will kill the chicks. Um, so they need to stay uh, above it. So rocks serve a functional or intrinsic purpose, but that's not where that rocky relationship ends because the size and construction of these rock nests plays a role in sexual selection
1: rock nest monster yes
0: nesty which is <laughs> my favorite kind of chocolate milk <laughs> so once the females arrive later on um the r- rocks will actually end up being a form of rudimentary currency money for penguins sounds like a it's like water for elephants like, it sounds like a a, a black market exotic animal trade but no it's just
1: it sounds it really it sounds like a a book at the scholastic book fair money for penguins
0: yes it's it's uh it's a children's book teaching them about fiscal responsibility yeah um using using penguins as a cute medium so the the males will forage and collect rocks for their nests and the rocks are scarce uh so females will choose males that have the best nests best nests uh, since her chicks will have the best chance of survival on a well-formed nest so the males place extra value on stones outside of just their use they'll often hoard more rocks than they need and they'll even steal rocks from each other when they're not looking which is another funny scene in the disney documentary ed helm voices the the main penguin and it's it's great
1: voices him
0: yeah he like voices the the thoughts of the penguin as he walks around and they kind of, they, they really, like, pour into the personification of this penguin as he's, like, just waddling around with his head out and his wings out. And he's just, he's just saying things to himself. And it's great. Interesting. Just like, these are the thoughts of an Adelie penguin. But, and all the uh, females will also use rocks in exchange for secret dalliances with other males. And a dalliance is a romantic encounter. <laughs> So this is—they think this is possibly to secure a mate if the first one dies, because penguins are uh, monogamous for the most part. Even though they spend most of their lives away from each other, they will come back and hear each other's call through the hundreds of thousands of other penguins um, and reunite every year uh, back on land. Uh, but if one—if you know—a penguin dies. While out at sea, um, then she has a backup. Uh, but after this s- this secret m- union, um, she will take a rock from him. <laughs> so it is a little bit of uh, a little bit. Uh, There's a. It's, they're, oh. They are uh, they are they are penguins of the night. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the in fact, penguins are. Are the straight up sexual deviants? So if you wait a minute
1: now, wait a minute. Or oh, you there's another way to interpret this. She, there's another situation. She, she's where a femme fatale. A rock is is exchanged in a romantic gesture. Gesture.
0: True, but this huh, they're getting. It's a proposal. Yeah, but she's already married to some other <laughs> penguin, and then she goes and 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 uh, knocks flippers with another with some other some other uh male penguin and then takes a rock from him and then brings it back to her nest. Wow. So
1: infidelity. Yeah. Oh.
0: Infidelity. <laughs> Inf in in Inf- 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 <laughs> Inf- yes, Inf- infidelity. But uh yeah, they're actually uh, penguins are are <laughs> there was a um back in 1910 one of the f- uh first expeditions Long-term expeditions to um, Antarctica. A biologist wrote this huge thing about how penguin, these Adélie penguins, were essentially just sexual deviants. But it was very sa- scientific, more scientific than I just made it seem. And uh, it was too lewd. People just ignored it. They were just like, "We're not publishing it. It's this is this is too messed up." Um, and <laughs> then n- n- they, I think in 2016, they're like, "No way! This is actually valid research." and they published it so if i'm not going to explain it now um so if you, i think we get yeah it. i think you get it so just go uh i look it up if that floats your iceberg and that's all i got that's all i got they like rocks a lot um but so do we we're we, we like shiny things although those rocks aren't shiny they're cold and 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 bland calculated yeah. so for you out there in podcastia Pick a spot, make your nest, and remember that the love of rocks is the root of all kinds of evil, like the Adelie penguin here in life, death, and taxonomy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Salacious. Hey LDT listeners, thanks for listening to the end of the episode. For your loyalty, you get a shameless self-promotion from us. If you haven't already, leaving a review on your favorite podcast app can really help us grow. But telling your podcast-loving friends about us is even better. Also, don't forget to send in your measure-up intros and animal suggestions to ldtaxonomy at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. As always, thanks, most of all, for listening. In the world podcast.
0: <laughs> if, you're just, if you're wearing a pinstripe suit, it's just no one knows that you're like the, the groom. It's just like, hey, look at this car salesman. But if you're wearing a black tuxedo, it's like, okay, clearly this person is at least in the wedding party.
1: Oh, yeah. Tuxedos, though, nobody wears tuxedos to weddings unless it's extremely formal. Speaking of tuxedos,
0: (laughs) perfect segue.